Welcome to the Officer Autumn Podcast. I am the host, Autumn Clifford. I'm really excited to have you here as always. If you are enjoying this music or if it's piquing your interest, this is music by One Time Music. Go find him on Instagram. You can go download his music anywhere that you can download music. He is a fellow law enforcement officer. You can listen to the entire song of Baptized in Blue at the end of this podcast episode. This podcast episode is brought to you by the Lady Sheepdog Club. If you are a female first responder craving more education, more training, more support, uh, more mentorship, or you are a future first responder, check out the Lady Sheepdog Club. It's a membership for designed exactly for our women going into law enforcement or who are in law enforcement. Go to ladysheepdog.com for more information. Enjoy this podcast episode. Common misconceptions that are holding you back from being the best female officer you can be. What's up, everybody? I'm excited to have you here. That is the topic that we are talking about. Quick shout out today. I want to give a shout out to today's uh, podcast sponsors. We have Honor the Brave. If you aren't familiar with Honor the Brave, go look them up on Instagram. It's a police-owned company that honestly, when you buy or sell a house, you work with them and you're going to get money. That's the... That's what the most basic and simplest way I can put it this it's a program owned by um, an injured police officer and his wife and it's phenomenal and I love them go check them out it's at honor the brave you can go to honor the brave com. the uh, website will be in my show notes because I can't remember if it's com or org. just being real um second shout out I want you to go take a look at is blue monarch company um I'm gonna leave that in the show notes if you're looking for a valentine's gift either for yourself girl or you want to give it to somebody else maybe a co-worker another sister in blue a supporter of yours or you are um an officer or a law enforcement spouse that wants needs a kick-ass valentine's gift, this is where you're going to go get a, you can see me on my social media rocking the jewelry. It's another police owned company. And you know, the thing is, is I love shouting out, you know, thin blue line companies. I feel like we don't do that enough. And especially ones who are really uh, full of integrity. And um, I I really love both of these companies. So go check them out. Uh, They're right in the show notes. Go hit them up on Instagram or you can go to their websites. So Let's talk about what's holding you back. So my DMs get blown up a lot um, with some consistent concerns. And I I feel like we need to talk about it. And either, even if you are a sister in blue on the road right now, just pay attention because this can have something to do with you too. Because um, I sent out an email uh, yesterday. I don't know if you're on my email list or not. If you are not, then you need to get on and you do that by getting the freebie that's in the link below. And the freebie is how to be squared away. Um, you want that. It's a, it's a quick little checklist, but you want to make sure that if you are not on track, that you are getting on track and your girl's got your back. So uh, sign up, hit that below. It's free. Just grab that. You'll get right on my email list. So I send out weekly emails that are really good for uh, female officers and future female officers just to get your mind right. But the one I sent out yesterday, I talked about confidence and self-esteem. And the truth is this, I haven't met a lot of women in my life and I've been life coaching since 
2015 have coached hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of women from all across the world and all different walks of life. And I have not seen too many women who actually have high self-esteem. Um, it is actually very rare. And I think society does it to us, um, obviously. And oh, we can get into that. But basically, the bottom line is what I'm more concerned about is the fact that you're not feeling good about yourself. And I want to say, like, I've been there and I've been you. And, you know, I I do want to tell you this is like for a self-aware person, somebody who's quite self-aware and has been working on themselves, it is very easy to find insecure people. So if you think that you're masking it, you're not when you're around people who actually love themselves, okay? And this is not a conversation that is had in law enforcement, but it's an important one. You know, we do this job and we end up detaching from who we actually are, especially as a woman, right? Because, you know, we're you, you take you're taking on this more of a masculine masculine identity. You are being like Superman or Batman, Batman for me, totally a Batman huge fan especially like the movie that came out was it I don't even know Christian Bear or some fucking thing I have no idea but it was a really good movie and Batman's my man um and so you take on this identity right and it just it leaves you feeling removed from who you actually are we we lose our sense of femininity which means we lose like the woman in us right? And then what how, What do we do? What do we see consistently? And this is a whole other topic, whole other podcast. But we see online, we see a lot of women going and doing the complete opposite, like consistently posting tits and ass photos, consistently in lingerie, consistently showing you her boobs, consistently decked to the nines, consistently Cardi B nails, like we're seeing that and we're seeing even some of that in uniform. And and, and the question is like, what the fuck is going on? And I'll tell you what is going on is women are losing themselves and that is how they feel like a woman again. I, I made a post on TikTok. If you're not following me, it's at Officer Autumn. And I made a post and it's a three minute long, basically, discussion as to here's why women are sleeping with their coworkers and then getting a bad reputation. And But I'm being real about it because if you've never worked in a male-dominated career, you fucking show up and if you, you know, you, you, you are just the cat's meow. Like you are, holy fuck, who is this chick? Um, especially if you have like a tad bit of a fucking bubbly personality. It's like they take that and run with it. Whether you mean anything by it or not. And I talk about it in that video. But the thing is, is that you'd go one or two ways, right? Like we, we shut down like that feminine part of us because we don't want that attention or we don't shut it down and then we get a bad reputation. And anyways, I was talking and I'm, I'm making this video and I actually have some fake nails. They're dip. I guess you call them. They're not acrylics because they're dips. But anyways, um, I went to Jamaica in January and I'm not on the road. <laughs> I'm not full time anymore. I basically police um, from my house and once a month, I'll go up to the PD and do some shit behind the scenes. Very much in a coaching and an instructor role. Um, 
So when I caught a bunch of shit for that, rightfully so, girls after my own heart. Um, also, there was actually women that came and like defended me because they were like, yeah, fuck you. Like she can have nails if she wants. And, and, I, and I really appreciated that, right? But the thing is, is I mean, that we have to be careful about that too. I mean, we can't be having nails that get in the way with our job and getting in the way with fighting people and handcuffing. Um, I've actually done that. And, I, and like one thing I want you to know is you get to know me in this podcast and then, you know, you binge maybe some of my older episodes and you take some of my trainings and you really get to know me as I'm teaching you everything from experience. <laughs> and and we don't all have the same experiences. I, I have clients who are officers who hate their fucking departments. And then I have clients who are officers who are the only women and they love their departments. And like everything in between. And I I just want to say, like, I'm teaching you, I'm talking from my point of view. This is me talking. So, you know, trigger warning, you may get triggered. You may not agree with everything that I'm saying, but by and large, what I'm saying is quite useful because if it wasn't, I wouldn't be getting droves and droves of fucking females like (laughs) in my inboxes, all over my socials, everywhere being like, thank God someone's saying it. So just getting back to the nails thing, like we we we're seeing things that honestly I didn't see 10 years ago, 11 years ago now when I started the job, uh, 12 years ago, 12 fucking years ago now. Holy fuck. I, fo- I forgot that it was 2022. I started police work in 2010. I was 20 years old. We didn't see that shit. I didn't see any girls looking super girly and any ones that I did honestly had a super bad reputation, but like where I worked, um, that's not, that wasn't the deal because it wasn't tolerated. The guys, yeah, they'd want to fuck you, but they, they didn't respect you as an officer. Right. So, and the thing is, ladies, is that's fucking important in, in my opinion. And, and it really goes back to why you're getting into the job, right? Like, are you coming to get a boyfriend or a husband, you know, to bang a bunch of guys, bang a bunch of dudes? Like, is that what you're into? Or are you coming into the job? Like, for the right reasons. And and that's really, truly sit there and reflect on that. And I, and I'm not busting your balls as far as like, you know, you trying to just come in to get laid. Like, I don't care. I'm not judging you and you know, but just be real about it. And then like act accordingly, because if you are coming on for that reason, then I, I really want you to not. And the reason is And you're going to hear me talk about this all the fucking time is you have to be the best backup possible. You have to be willing to take a fucking bullet and you have to be willing to shoot one if necessary. Of course, that's last, 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 you know, um, I can't even think of the word, uh, resort. We don't ever want that to happen ever, period. Nobody, well, the majority of us like don't like sign up for the job or live our lives to kill other people. That's not what we want to do. But you need to be preparing yourself mentally for if that happens. Because I will tell you, in this day and age, it's happening more and more and more. Uh, Social media is not helping us with that. Media itself, thank you, CNN, is not helping us with that, right? Because they're putting everything all over the, like, all over the news, all over the internet. And then it's just everybody thinks that that's what they can do and they can dump water on us like they did at NYPD and they can fucking torch our vehicles and they can flip our vehicles. Like just all the things, right? So that's obviously a problem and unacceptable. But you need to be 
coming in with that mindset. And if your mindset is <laughs> to get a husband, that's not it. Maybe go be a dispatcher. <laughs> I don't know. And no offense to my dispatchers either. Um, you know, we need good ones out there. We really do. I haven't had a, a lot of experience with a lot of good ones. Um, not gonna lie. I've actually had a lot of fucking bad ones. Um, even to this day, you know, I see different police departments and, um, and uh, know officers and hear them from different radios that I listen to um, from being, you know, even just the small time of the amount that I'm on duty and shit. And I'm like, holy fuck, Jesus. Right. But um, okay, I'm digressing. <laughs> we do need good dispatchers. And this is not autumn. I was not on a war against dispatchers. I just have had a lot of shitty ones. Um, so we're going to go back, right? So we, we are losing ourselves because of the job. And and in there, what's happening is we're losing our self-confidence. We're losing um, what makes us us, if that makes sense. And you're trying to fit in and you're trying to be one of the guys and you're trying to learn everything you can for the job and you're trying to do all these things. And if you've done that already, then what you're probably trying to do is get promoted, try to get on you know, get a canine, get, become a detective, get on like SWAT or SRT or interdiction team or whatever, right? I mean, it's just, it's so much for so many of us. I mean, it's just completely different, but you're trying to always move up, trying to be better, right? Well, within that, you realize that in order for you to actually be better, that you, you need to be a certain way that's a lot different than probably who you are naturally. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that because like it also always makes us step up, right? I always love, like, I love a challenge. And so that's a lot of what this is. Now, here's the deal. The deal is this. When we lose ourselves, when we're trying to be something that we're not, we're losing our self-confidence in ourselves. And the reason because of that, okay, the reason because of that is because you haven't prepared yourself either for this position, whatever it is, um, or you don't believe in yourself and, or you don't love yourself. I'm going to give you some examples. We're going to talk about it. A lot of my DMs, a lot of my DMs are filled with, well, I'm afraid that people aren't going to take me seriously. Well, do you fucking take yourself seriously? Because I'm going to tell you right now, if I didn't take myself seriously, nobody take me seriously. And there was a time in my life where I really was this big goofball. I really was. I, I mean, in college, I I was the person at the party. Like I would make everyone laugh. Everyone. I mean, I just remember literally being like the fucking comedian. I had everybody rolling all the time. Um, I wouldn't say I took myself seriously in the beginning, right? Um, I had to transition my mindset. I was trying to be liked. Um, I wasn't trying to be, you know, taken seriously. And, um, and you need to ask yourself that that's a big like reflection question. Like, do you take yourself seriously? What does, what the fuck does that mean? Well, do you like, do people respect you? Do you respect yourself? If you don't respect yourself, no one's going to respect you. Okay. And it, it really looks like it's all out there, but truthfully, girlfriend, it's all inside. It's all in here. Okay. And if you aren't respecting yourself, no one's going to respect you. If you're not showing the fuck up the way that you want to be treated, I mean, it's a golden rule. If you're not treating others the way you want to be treated, if you're not showing up and respecting other people and, you know, being whatever, serious or, um, you know, focused, if you're not being these things, then people aren't going to treat you 
these this way. Human nature. So if you want to be taken seriously, then take yourself seriously. What does that mean? Well, get into a martial art. You're going to hear me probably say this on every single podcast until every single one of you motherfuckers are taking some sort of martial arts. I tell every single one of my clients, you need to get into boxing or kickboxing and you need to go get punched in the face. First off, first thing, go get punched in the face. Learn how to throw a punch. Then after you've done that, because that's going to build your confidence like nothing Brazilian jiu-jitsu, that takes a long time to build confidence. And I mean fucking years, okay? While I do think it's highly important, and we can go on and on and on about all the reasons why, what is very important even before that is your self-confidence and your ability to get punched in the face and work through that, especially as a woman. And if you have never fought, and I mean literally been in a fight, and you're not used to that, I'm telling you, you need to go find the Closest kickboxing, Muay Thai, um, boxing gym, karate, get in there and train. You don't need to tell anybody your profession. You don't need to tell anybody anything. You just get in there and you soak it up and you be punched and you fucking learn how to throw a punch and you learn how to bob and weave, okay? And it's it's funny until it's not because I've heard of a lot of women in law enforcement getting punched in the face. I know of a young woman who got knocked out cold on her FTO, some, you know, uh, a crazy guy. Okay. So, and that was enough for her. She was done after that. And I'm not saying I blame her. I just, I'm just telling you, she also hadn't taken martial arts before and didn't know what that was like. Now for me, I have, I'm a second degree black belt. I've been in karate since I've been five years old. When I was 13 years old, I got put into the black belt class. Let me tell you what the black belt class was. (laughs) That was big motherfuckers. And I'm talking like 20 to 30 big ass dudes ready to fight. And they loved, they loved fresh meat. Okay. They loved younger kids who was like me. And I had a chip on my shoulder, had a lot to prove. And I mean, I'm telling you, I got, I got beat and and I deserved it. And you know what though? By the time I was 16 years old, I was one of the best fighters at my dojo. Why? Because I was fighting for my life every like two to three times a week. Okay, for three years, that's gonna, that changes you. So when I, how the, wh- how does that translate? Well, when I got on the road, I wasn't fucking scared. Like my FTO, my first FTO ever, he was old school. And, and I loved him. And still to this day, if that motherfucker called me for anything, I'd be right there. And, and he, he taught me, okay, he taught me, I really don't care about much else, Autumn. I care about how you're going to be for backup. I want to, number one, not have to fucking worry when you're out on a call on your own, number one. And number two, I don't want to have to worry when you are the second officer on scene and I'm getting my ass handed to me. I was like, holy fuck. He's like, that's really what I care about. Everything else, I can teach you how to write a report. I can teach you how to take notes. You know, I can teach you how to interact and ask the right questions. I can teach you all of that, right? but I need to know your heart is here and that you're not afraid. And I was like, fuck. All right. Well, cool. Because, you know, I don't care. And, and I remember like going, we would go, we had to go hands on. I worked in a very high mental health, like a lot of mental health patients all over everywhere that would just be unpredictable and like snap and like try to attack you. It wasn't like resisting. Okay. And if you're a cop, you're going to understand this. That's a difference. Actively resisting and then actively fighting are two very, very different situations. And um, we'd fight. I mean, we would fight. And I wasn't scared because I'm like, I mean, I, okay, obviously 
Every cop is fucking nervous. Obviously, I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, because every fight's a gunfight, right? But I wasn't as nervous as somebody who had never been punched in the face before because I knew I could fight through it. I knew what it was like to almost be knocked out. I knew what it was like to breathe when you're fighting. I knew what it was like to move around. Like, I knew all of these things. I understood how to do all of this. I knew how to block. I knew where to fucking punch somebody and it was going to hurt. I knew where to kick somebody. Like, I knew how to watch somebody's whole body movement and understand what they're going to do before they even do it. And like, I learned a lot about body language, which you learn in boxing and kickboxing. Like you learn how to watch somebody. I've been doing this my whole life. And this isn't me bragging to you. This is me trying to teach you to get like me. (laughs) Sounds so fucking arrogant, but it's not. It's me trying to save your ass. And also this is going to help you so much when you, uh, get on the road or if you are on the road, it's going to really take you to the next level. It's going to take your confidence to the next level. So that's a huge misconception. Like people aren't going to take me seriously or you're not confident. Um, You know, don't think that police work is going to build your confidence. I just want to say that. Like don't become a cop to like, this is going to make me feel, this is going to make me become blah, blah. This is going to really add to my life. I'm going to be you know, I used to get made fun of and now I'm going to be able to like handle the bullies and I'm like so many people get into it for the wrong reasons. Like being a cop is good is hard. It is excruciating. Look, we have a real fucking problem with suicide. Um, I think we are up to 13 suicides just in the month of January of cops in the U.S. That's fucking insane. (laughs) Like what? It's a job, just quit, right? But like what people don't understand is this job will chew you up and spit you out fast. And it did with me. And you know, people bust people's balls about like being burned out fucking three years on. It's like, bro, you have no idea because it's just different now. Old school guys, it, there wasn't this kind of, there wasn't this kind of um, scrutiny. It wasn't all this pressure. There was no social media. Like they just handled things. You, you fucking punched a cop. You got knocked the fuck out and beat up. You didn't go to jail necessarily, right? Like you, you get caught for OUI, you, you know, we'll give you a ride home if you're decent, right? Like that's not how it is anymore. It's just different. And so coming into this job thinking that it's going to help build your personality into something or it's going to make you more of a person or it's going to do these things it's not and that right there is that is a huge misconception you become a cop because it's a calling and you want to go help people um to whatever capacity and you want to be a productive uh, member of society and you want to do the right thing that's why you can become a police officer it's really not to make yourself feel better about yourself you have to make yourself feel better about yourself prior to becoming a cop okay um it's a pretty long episode um about about this but I guess I had a lot to say um in my email about self-confidence I had a lot to say about it too the biggest thing is is you really need to figure out what makes you you And you need to be proud of that. And if you're not, then do what you need to do to make yourself proud of that. And a lot of you are like, well, it's becoming a cop. But I'm telling you right now, (laughs) the guys you work with and girls, but just understand I'm using it all as one. The guys you work with, they will fucking smell your weaknesses so bad. And you think your coworkers are bad? It's nothing compared to the motherfuckers on the streets. They are going to smell your weaknesses so quickly 
and you have never been called out so fast in your life. Okay? I promise. I promise. Like, these guys on the streets, they fucking can smell fear 10 miles away. They know just by your body language. You don't have to say a fucking word. Show up on with, you know, your FTO or somebody who's a little bit more senior than you or even somebody who's more confident than you. They don't matter. The focus is going to be on you and they're going to know you're afraid. I promise. You don't want to be that, especially as a female, because they're already expecting that. They're expecting you to be afraid. They're expecting you to be one of two things, a meek little fucking girl, or they're expecting you to be a mega cunt. Okay. I'm telling you to come in between. There's a balance. You can be, you, you're not meek, but you don't have to be freaking out to everybody. But when you got to turn on bitch, you can turn on bitch. It's boundaries, right? So it's this really, it's this ebb and the flow. If you haven't taken my um, five day street ready challenge, I actually break this down in one of the, some of the most beautiful <laughs> training I've ever seen for female cops legitimately. Um, it's five days. It's $27. Go get it. The link will be right below in the show notes. If you have taken that though, and you're like ready to go to your next level, I have what's called the Lady Sheepdog Club. And that is for the woman who's either getting into the job or is in the job and wants to go to her next level because I have hundreds of hours of training. It's the only online educational platform for female first responders and support. So you literally are filled with a group full of badass women who are just like you, available to chat with you 24-7, pick your brain, help make you better. Plus, um, you have training, like hours and hours of training by me. Plus, you know, we get together and we do shit monthly live. Um, it's an amazing opportunity. There's nothing else out there like it. And you can join us starting for 50 bucks, as little as 50 bucks. Sign up today, get in there. Um, it's well, well worth it. I hope this episode was awesome. Loved having you here as it's always a major fucking honor to be in your ears. And um, I'm going to end it and I'm going to let you listen to one time music and I'll see you next week. They buried me in the water and I came, I knew. <laughs> now I'm baptized in blue.
name on the wall All I feel is rage, put me in a cage, let me brawl Sometimes I can't help but cry, like why did he die? I know it was him, but it could've been I What about the kids? Uh, what about the spouse? Yeah, now who gon' put food inside them babies' mouth? It's a bigger picture when I officer down Domino effect, Blue Nation, family, country, and town The media don't cover us, huh Well, maybe Fox, cause MSNBC and CNN Surely don't care about cops, politicians More concerned about protecting the legals That are laying the law down And protecting the people, let me get off my soapbox Before I curse, I don't see way too many cops Riding in hearse, well I wouldn't expect you to understand What I do, only the thin blue light Cause they baptized <laughs> In blue, uh. I'm a fighter, I'm a winner, never quit, I refuse to lose I got heart and I got gritty, I'm a warrior Just been baptized in blue, I'm a warrior Just been baptized in blue I'm a fighter, never winner, never quit, I refuse to lose I got heart and I got gritty, I'm a warrior Just been baptized in blue, I'm a warrior Just been baptized in blue, uh. If I'm faced with a mission, I'm gonna complete it If that means being deleted I live with the credence. I do this for the combat vets and LEOs when I'm suited, ready to go. It's either friend or foe only. Lord knows what my future's in store. I only kill with the hope to see more. So God don't close that door. If I take a life, it's him or me. With the host to survive, not bigotry I go in situations that you cannot imagine Deal with things that you cannot fathom No it buts or rather I'd rather fight for a cause than live for nothing So when you read my headstone You know I died for something You hypersensitive, she complain by justified force You blame the cops first That don't work, you blame the courts But I wouldn't expect you to understand What I do, only the thin blue line Cause they baptized in blue oh, I'm a fighter when I never quit, I refuse to lose I got heart and I got gritty, I'm a warrior Just been baptized in blue, I'm a warrior Just been baptized in blue I'm a fighter, never win or never quit I refuse to lose I got heart and I got gritty, I'm a warrior Just been baptized in blue, I'm a warrior Just been baptized in blue, uh